starting over because that's not what I wanted to say. <laughs> I'm going to get this right one of these times. I'm just glad it's you editing. I'm not yeah. worried about it. We are dads <laughs> and we are husbands. That is true. Podcasting is very obviously far down the list. Um, maybe as we get going with this every week, um, it'll move up as we get experience, but I'm not, I'm not counting on it. Basically, uh, yeah, this is uh, Unhindered Men, and the purpose of this podcast is to share our experiences as as fathers and as husbands, um, while also challenging each other to try and live more Christ-like lives. Um, and so each week, we're going to take a look at a different topic that's talked about in the Bible and kind of just go over uh, what stood out to us um, in the Bible on that topic and then also challenge each other for the next week to try and improve in that area as it relates to our relationships with our wives and children. Um, so hopefully, listener, taking you along uh, with us on this journey, maybe you'll learn something. Hopefully, uh, we can all grow together and ultimately become uh, stronger Christ followers and get to know our Savior a little bit better. So this week, the topic is going to be respect thank you respect. yes so the bible talks about this a lot i'm super excited to hear uh, what you had to sit had to uh say about that blake and what verses you found in the bible so why don't we just start there all right so this week i've been kind of looking at ephesians in particular ephesians 5 verses 22 through 33 it doesn't actually get into specifically mentioning respect until verse 33 but i think you really have to kind of take this whole chunk together uh, and look at it. And, and this is a kind of, in our society today, kind of a controversial, uh, uh, they want to say outdated uh, set of scripture, set of verses. Women do not um, like it. Yes, no, women do not like it. And certainly men can abuse it. There, there are certainly cases of that as well. So uh, this has been, it used to be a part of wedding verses that were included for that now it's yeah. kind of never included they don't want that in there uh, and i get it but it's misunderstood it really is misunderstood uh, and so hopefully we can clear some of that up today um <clears throat> and i think i think we might as well just go ahead and read it and so i'll read it and uh and then we'll break it down a little probably verse by verse or whatever pops to your mind so i'll go ahead and read it uh wives submit to your husbands as to the lord because the husband is the head of the wife, as also Christ is the head of the church, he himself being the savior of the body. But as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her to sanctify her by cleansing her with washing of the water by the word, so that he may present the church to himself as glorious, but not having a stain or wrinkle or any such blemish, but holy and blameless. In the, in the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one has ever hated his own body, but he feeds it and takes care of it, just as Christ also does the church. For we are members of his body. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and will be joined to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. Of course, that's a reference from Genesis. Uh, this mystery is great, but I am actually speaking with reference to Christ and the church. Nevertheless, each one of you must also love his own wife as he loves himself. And the wife must respect her husband. 
And so they're at the tail end there. It finally gets into it. But obviously the controversial part of this when it comes to women and, and what can be abused is wives submit to your husbands. Now, I understand why that may be controversial. However, this is not the type of submission to where you, you like I said, it can be abused. Men should not lord this over it. I mean, you are not, they're not below you. This isn't a submission as you're below the man. This is, yes, the man is the head of the house. But as it says there, it, they will be joined together. The two will become one flesh. So it's very critical that this, this is a partnership. We're each serving each other. And really, when you think about it, the, the husband probably has the, and I, I know those people probably won't like to hear this, probably has the more difficult duty, not because of the submission part of it, but because he's to love his wife as Christ does. He's to die. He'd be willing to die for his wife. Now, a lot of people take that very literal. That's not, yes, I mean, you should be willing to die for your wife, but honestly, that would be easier than what it's asking you because you only have to do that once. But what it's asking you here is you are to die to your wife daily or die for your wife daily, die to your own needs and put her needs above your own. Now, this is something that I am not very good at. This is something that I, I struggle with, but, but ultimately every single day you should die to your own desires, your own needs, and be willing to put her needs above your own. This doesn't mean that you don't care about yourself, you know, but, but ultimately you shouldn't be selfish in everything. So, you know, it says why submit to your husbands in everything. Okay. That doesn't mean that you take advantage of that. Ultimately uh, marriage, you, you really could even go back to verse uh, 21 where it says in submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ, you're, you're submitting to one another. It's like Annie Stanley said one time, it's like a competition of who can, who can submit more, you know, and something I really want to point out that, that we don't kind of overlook. And this is, this is a really important point that you don't miss is whether it's wives submitting to their husbands or wives respecting their husbands or husbands loving their wives as, as Christ loved the church. There is no qualifiers there. So it does not say wives submit to your husbands unless he's a jerk or unless he doesn't want to get off the couch or, or unless he didn't take the trash out. You know, that's not it. Husbands, you, you have to love your wife this way. Well, unless she didn't tell you, thank you for taking that trash out. You know, it, like there is no qualifiers. You are to do this irregardless of whether they deserve it or not. And that is very difficult. I don't yeah. know about you, but that, that's difficult for me. Oh yeah, man. I know I struggle with that all the time. I mean, I think it's, it's in our human nature to be uh, self-serving and uh, self-centered and to very much uh, put your own needs above everyone else's. And so I think uh, one of the reason why Christ challenges us to kind of flip that on its head is because it's uncomfortable and we definitely kind of have to rely on, on God um, and his strength and his mercy in order to even come close to feeling successful in doing that. Um, Absolutely. I would just kind of add to like, I kind of dug into the historical context of Ephesians 5 too, just because I found it interesting that it is so controversial. And I think maybe 
part of it is because it's the verses that we read are taken out of context for the time that they were written. So what I found, I am not a Bible scholar, so I'm not going to say that this is 100% true. This is just what I found online. So <laughs> take that for what it's worth. But <laughs> what I found yeah. was that essentially um, what the household looked like at the time that Paul was writing this letter was essentially you would have you know, the male as the the head of the household, right? But then you would have a wife. You would have slaves, more likely, most likely. And you, most men would have, you know, their little side chick on the side. And the way that the culture worked was that in a lot of cases, the wife and her main purpose was to provide heirs to the family name. So basically give birth to, to boys. And it was not based out of love. It was based out of this duty to bring honor to the family, essentially. And so crazy. It, it's crazy. And so you have these men um, who are heads of the household because also your house is most likely also your place of work in a somewhat public space, at least parts of it, where you're conducting business. So you have this this man, head of the household, head of the business, has a wife whose job is to bear sons. And then you have mistresses on the side where you have your pleasure. That is kind of the culture. And so when Paul is saying, wives submit to your husbands like what like this guy doesn't care about me he doesn't respect me why why should i why should i do that and then at the same time husbands verse 25 love your wives that's like the one thing yeah. that they haven't been doing and so yeah. It's it kind of is eye opening as to like in that time when it was written, why this preaching, but also all the preaching that the disciples were continuing to do was so controversial at that time. But it kind of paints a context as to why we shouldn't see it as controversial in today's world. Yeah, thankfully, yeah, that's really interesting. We've evolved to where marriage is a is an act of love and an act of service, at least um, in the Christian sense, like that's what we strive to do. Mm -hmm. um, but at one point in time, the culture was not that at all. <laughs> it, it, even back then, Paul had had it figured out that uh, the, the nuclear family structure uh, was, was the right way to go. It was the better way yeah. to go. <clears throat> that you... You should have one wife, and and really, if you even look back at at Solomon in some of his writings, initially when Solomon was just with his wife, he was full of joy, he was happy, and then even though he was the wisest man in the world, he for some reason decided he was going to have all these concubines, and and ultimately, hmm. when he's writing like in the Song of Solomon. He's writing about how his first love was the true joy. Like all of this never fulfilled him. It was that one wife 
that one love that was that truly brought him joy so it, that is interesting you know it, and you look at our culture today and they don't even rather than have the the wife mm-hmm. uh, that you don't love and that just provides your children and then you have your mistresses they just go with mistresses right. anymore you know they they just either don't get married or they get divorced yeah. or you know it, the, the whole having heirs it isn't uh, a concern uh, that's why we have so many single mothers but of course like you said that's not as as prevalent in the, in the christian world yeah thankfully uh, but it is there unfortunately but again if we as is so many things if we actually just follow what the bible says live try to do our best to live up to the bible our lives would be so much better I right mean, just just imagine so we were talking earlier that there's no qualifiers yeah you're just supposed to do this so let's just say you start doing it as a husband we, we start go ahead we put her needs above our own and we we strive to do that daily we're going to probably stumble sometimes it's natural yeah. but we do that what then happens it becomes a lot easier for her to respect us it becomes a lot easier for her to submit to us even though there was no qualifier there she's supposed to do it anyways it's going to become a lot easier for her you you never stay stagnant in this, okay? So you're you're either going to be taking steps going down and going away from this, whereas okay, she's not fully submitting to me and fully respecting me, so I'm not going to love her and put her needs as high. I, they're going to be at all the time. I'm going to stop doing it a little bit. Well, then you stop doing it a little bit, and then she stops submitting even more and respecting you even less, and then you go and you keep stepping down or if you continually are doing your best to love her and put her needs above yours, then it becomes easier for her to submit to you and to respect you. And so she does that a little bit more. And then that becomes easier for you to do your part a little more. And pretty soon you're stepping the other way and things continually are getting better. But you're very rarely are you ever going to be that flat line where you just are stuck because it, because it's not our nature. We're, right. we're going to, we're going to think that it's our right now because they didn't do their part. So I have the right not to do my part. And then it just keeps seesawing back and forth and stepping down. Right. You know, so it's very, you're either going up or you're going down. I mean, it's very rare that you're straight, you know, at a flat line. Yeah. It's kind of like that famous saying, what is it? Um, Respect is earned, not given. And that's very much a two way street, you know? It's both, both people have to be invested in it and both people have to try hard and work at it. Um, Cause like what you're saying, it's kind of against our nature to do that (laughs) Um, and to show respect and to care for one another more than you do yourself. So, yeah. And, And he, he said, you know, towards the end there, he said that I, this is a profound mystery. You know, I, I am talking about, the church and, and Christ. However, he very specifically told us that we have to love our wives as the church. And you look at what he had to do. He he sanctified her by cleansing her. He presented her without having stain or wrinkle, uh, presented her with no blemish, holy and blameless. We are to do that for our wives also. So are we are we leading them spiritually? We're supposed to be the head, 
but are we i wish i would have looked up some of the statistics but it's astounding to see the statistics when when the father is leading the spiritual leader in the home mm-hmm. and this is this is not a dig at women at all because there are some women that do their absolute best to try and lead their family because the husband won't do it yeah but statistically it's astounding the difference between it's like 80% or higher. If, if the father is the lead the spiritual leader that the kids will continue down that road versus like, I don't want to get too specific because I don't remember exactly, but I want to say it was like 20% if it's the mother. And, and again, it's not the mother's fault. It's because that's not how we were designed. We were designed for the husband, the father to be that leader in that sense. And we have a very important role. It, it, that's a lot of pressure for us to be able to present our wives as blameless, as, you know, uh, holy, uh, without blemish. It, you know, this isn't a physical thing. We don't have to present them physically as, as perfect. We, this is their, their spirituality. We, we are responsible to help them grow that. And are we doing that? Yeah. It's hard. It, right. Because sometimes we don't feel that we are on a solid foundation all the time with our understanding and our knowledge. Yeah. And we, the point is we don't have to be there per se. Mm-hmm. We don't have to have it all figured out. Right. But we have to take them with us on that journey. Let them see us grow in our spirituality in our understanding of Christ, in that relationship with Christ, let them see that growth and let them be able to either model their growth or just aspire to have that growth in their own lives. Yeah. <clears throat> I, stuff, I do man. find it, I do find it interesting that uh, of what he says to the wives versus the husbands, what he says about what the wives need to do for their husbands and the, the whole submit thing and the respect thing, what what are some things that men desire in order to feel important, to feel like they have a, a, a role in in their family structure and in their in just in life in general? Respect. Yeah. To, to, to feel like they are the leader. We We desire that respect and that admiration, that submission, not necessarily... Again, it can be abused, but that's not really the submission that we're looking for. We don't want you to submit. Some guys are that way, but a true Christian man, we don't want you to submit out of fear. We want you to submit out of respect. And And I think it's important to like, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. I think it's important to mention, like mention too, that when I sit, when we say submission, um, at least in my mind, I'm thinking like, you know, the wife still has that role in helping come to a decision. It's not like we're oh, unilaterally yeah. deciding everything on us. No, um, no. It, there's still like that path of communication that has to flow because um, that's just how marriage works. Absolutely. The, the submission that we're talking about here is more of understanding more of your role versus my role like whether people like it or not there there are typical husband roles and wife roles 
wives into yeah. not that we can't be great fathers and great with the kids and, and and we can but typically who tends to be the discipliner in the house and it, it's it's the husband yeah and again that's not a dig against wives I, I think we are built better for that we've we've got the deeper voice we can instill i don't like to say fear but that respect that respectful fear the same type of fear hopefully that we are aspiring to have for God where it's not a fear because we're afraid of him. We fear him because we respect him and love him. Right. And typically the husband, the, the father is better suited for that. And the, the mother is better suited to be that nurturing. Uh, you know, it just, Men and women are different. I know society today likes to say that we're we're very fluid and that we can be whatever we want, but the reality is is that women can do things that men cannot, and men can do things that women cannot because that's how we're designed, and it's a beautiful thing. It's not something to be ashamed of or be upset about. Not one is above the other. Even in this where the wife is submitting, she is still vitally important. You are still one flesh. It's like you said, she absolutely should have a large role in helping to decide yeah. big things in the house, big and little. It, it, it's, it's, I think the most important area of submission, I know it says everything, and, and I don't want to take things out of context when it comes to the Bible, but the biggest area of submission that, that is desired and, and needed is in the spirituality, in that your relationship style up with God and, and allowing the husband to, and, and look, maybe the husband is not stepping up in that area. And so you're going to have to continue to kind of submit and poke him and gently nudge him in that direction. But the husband's job is to be that leader spiritually. So yeah. be leading your, your family in prayer. Uh, be yeah willing to get the Bible out, even if you're not going to force them to read it, be reading, be willing to read it in front of them. Be willing to, and then when you, when you read something like this and you have an idea, discuss it with them. You know, yeah, it's, it's, a, yeah, it kind of starts it's, to fall apart too a little bit when, um, you know, the wives are supposed to submit to the husbands, like the Bible says, but the husbands are also supposed to be submitting to God. Yes. And so I'd say like, at least I know for myself, like that is a very challenging thing to do sometimes um, to give up our will for what God has planned. Um, a lot of times it's just like not, not knowing how to receive God's plan for our lives, <laughs> um, yeah. not knowing how to hear that. Or um, even if you're trying to listen, you know, uh, that stuff is not easy, at least for me um, in my life experiences. And so I think, like, yeah, to your point, like, it does start to kind of, it trickles down, right? So if we're not doing our job submitting to God, then most likely the wife is not going to submit to us, or the wife is going to try to take our role in some cases. Yeah. Um, and things kind of, I guess, get out of whack, biblically speaking. Right. Yeah. I, 
I, it's so difficult. Again, a lot of times it comes back to the start for the man, for the husband, is to do everything you can to remember to put her needs above your own. And sometimes that's little things. It's, you know, you're getting supper ready or whatever, and um, you ask her, do you want something to drink, you know? Mm-hmm. Apologize, my cat just jumped up here. Podcasting, it's way down the list. Way <laughs> down the things list. that way we do. <laughs> um, but, you know, it doesn't always have to be these big, big grand gestures of putting their right. needs first. Sometimes they need a break from the kids. The kid, yeah. you know, the we have two daughters, and uh, sometimes, you know, she's one is only four months old, and so she is so dependent on my wife mm-hmm. that, you know, the, the three-year-old can get a little clingy and really want some attention, and so I can take some of that attention. I can yeah. play with her. I can give my wife a little bit of a breather. And that's, it's something that is good for your kids because you're giving them attention. You're showing them that you love them as, as a father, you you can display that, that love that God has for you. Yeah. And, and you're also giving your wife needs that break. She needs that, that moment of sanity, <laughs> yeah. you know, especially with my wife, she, she's a teacher. So she's already has 20 plus kids all day long that need her, need her, need her. Then she gets home and our three-year-old needs her, needs her, needs her. And, you know, if I add on to that and I need you to do this and I need you to do this, well, sometimes she needs a break. Sometimes she needs a little, little bit of time to breathe, you know, and and so doing little things, you know, picking up after supper, putting supper away. Sometimes it's cooking supper. Uh, You know, those kind of things is all putting her needs above your own and dying to yourself every day and that is the more like i said that's the more difficult part than being willing to actually lay down your life for her because you only have to do that once yeah this you have to do daily yeah and multiple times a day right so it's hard i think that's a perfect segue to the challenge for both of us for the next week so Listener, every week we're going to challenge each other to improve upon the topic that we just talked about. So this next week we're going to uh, try and uh, challenge each other to both uh, listen, um, actively listen, mind you, not just, you know, in one ear out the other, listen, actively listen to our wives and our kids um, and be mindful of how we communicate with them. But then also, yes, um, love them as much as we love ourselves. I think that's going to be the real challenge. Um, So like you said, maybe it's in those little things that happen every day. Maybe even I'll be as bold as saying happen every hour. I don't know, but um, I know that that is going to be a lot um, for us to take on. So I think I'll just leave it at that. Uh, Next week, we will report back and see how we did. Um, Someone had the great idea of actually bringing the wives on here to talk about how we do, which that could be interesting. So Certainly. maybe maybe someday, but uh, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll get there. <laughs> yes. So and, and I will say too, if you're looking for 
ways that your wife feels that you could be putting her needs uh, above your own, uh, that active listening thing, I guarantee you she's going to leave you hints. And you may think it's nagging, but she is letting you know. <laughs> Trust me, you if you just pay a little bit of attention, you will know. Yeah. If I uh, knew how to podcast, I would have tied that together just like you did, but great job. Yep. I think actively listening is a great way to enable us to then love them as much as we love ourselves. Actually, love them more than ourselves. That's the real challenge. So we'll uh, report next week how that goes. And now to close with a prayer. We thank you for this topic of respect. And we just pray that even though you list it as uh, the wives' duty, help us to respect our wives as well. Help us to give them a reason to submit. Though there is no qualifiers, we know that it is easier for them to do so if we are doing our part. And, and Lord, help us to do our part. Help us to love our wives as as Christ loved the church and, and help us to, on the daily, put, put her needs above our own. Help us to love her more than ourselves and, and to display that for our children as an example. And Lord, we just ask that uh, you continue to help us to grow in our relationship with you and in doing so, helping to grow our wives' relationship with you as well and ultimately leading our kids to know you. And Lord, we just, we ask all of this in your most precious name. Amen. Amen. So thanks for tuning in and we will see you all next week. Mm-hmm.